Welcome to Let's Bet. I'm your host, Scott Pritchard. Let's Bet is about sports betting, sides, totals, money lines. I've been betting sports professionally full-time in Las Vegas for 30 years. I'm going to show you how I do it. <laughs> Good news, football fans, the strike is over. Joining me as always, a man who back in the day, something tells me he knew a thing or two about striking out with the ladies, Jacob Cannon. I did know about striking out with the ladies, but kind of like Babe Ruth, it's all about slugging percentage. And let me tell you this, I never got to base on balls. Not bad, big fella, not bad. We'll be checking back with Jacob a little bit later on in the show. To reach out to us, a couple of things you can do. One, email us at letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. Or check out the listener line, 866-966-4599, 866-966-4599. Now let's get started. We talked at the outset the fact that the Football strike is over, great news. We can now start to look at the upcoming season. Just one game has been missed. The Hall of Fame game, Canton, Ohio. All the preseason games will take place. Regular season dialed in, 16 games to be played. That means this past week, Cantor Gaming, as well as the MGM Grand Properties have posted win totals for the entire season. Let's take a look at some of those numbers and how it relates to specific teams. The New England Patriots from a year ago did not get to the Super Bowl. They won 14 games, only lost two. They appear to have improved their team. The win total for the Patriots this year, 11 and a half under minus 20. The Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that represented the AFC Conference in the Super Bowl, 11 under 20. The, let's, let's take a look at a couple of teams on the other side of the spectrum, teams that are not projected to do quite as well. For instance, the Buffalo Bills. No team is projected to win fewer games than Buffalo, five. The over is shaded, minus 30 cents. Now another team, the Jacksonville Jags, six flat, over or under. Now there has been some movement. The Cincinnati Bengals open seven and a half flat. It's been bet under to where the sportsbooks had to move it from seven and a half flat to seven under minus 30. All the money at this point early has been under on the Bengals. No one really feels that they will win eight games this season. Now, I do have an opinion. I have one play, one time. Executive producer Scott Whitney hates it when I say this, so that's why I'm saying it. One play, one time, write this down. I'm You're talking fired. About I will not be talked to in that manner. And that wraps up today's episode of Let's Bet. It seems that our executive producer, oh, oh wait. I'm back. No, you're not. Goodbye, Goodbye. hello. <laughs> there you go. It seems our executive producer, besides being a little happy with the controls <laughs> over there, as he released his inner Donald Trump and Napoleon Bonaparte, and fired Scotty Pritchard. We wish Scotty Pritchard the best moving forward with his future endeavors. Bye, bye, Scotty. Can we find Welcome back. Can we find a better intern for the executive producer <laughs> position, please? Now back to what I was saying. No disrespect, executive producer Scott Whitney. It's a three-headed monster here. Scott Whitney, Scott Pritchard, and Jacob Cannon. Now I talk about one play one time, I'm talking about the San Diego Chargers, a team that last year underachieved with a capital U. I say this because they won nine games, lost seven, yet out of 32 teams in all of football, there's only one number one. 
offensively. The Chargers, statistically number one in all of football offensively. Now defensively, there's only one number one. The Chargers again! Talent, offense, defense, they've got it. They have a, a very average coach, in my opinion, in Norv Turner. Norv had tremendous talent in Washington, underachieved year in, year out. Last year with the Chargers, underachieved. So what do the Chargers do? Ah, oh, let's give them a contract extension. I, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. But forget that. Based on talent, based on the fact that they're in a weak-ass division, the AFC West, talking about the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Chargers can just show up on Sunday and, and certainly go 6-0 uh, and within their division, in my opinion. Now, the Chargers, having not made the playoffs last year in football, year to year they reward negative behavior. So the Chargers, in addition to being in a weak division, their non-division schedule is very favorable. The total wins for San Diego this year, 10. Wow. I see that as a bargain. The MGM Grand has it at the Chargers at 10 flat. Cantor Gaming has it at 10 under, minus 35. I think there's tremendous value over 10 wins, plus the 15 cents. See the cashier. Bet the Chargers to win over 10 games. You'll be a rich bitch. Am I able to say that, by the way? I guess we'll find out. Okay. That's going to wrap up. Well, I guess not. No worries. <laughs> Before we get to Let's Bet answers your questions, let's take a station ID break, and I hope to be back. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey. <laughs> Gentle. Okay, all right. Hi, this is Jacob Cannon from Let's Bet, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. Now, somebody bring me a jelly donut. Welcome back to Let's Bet. I'm your host, Scott Pritchard, with executive producer Scott Whitney and co-host Jacob Cannon. It's time now for Let's Bet Answers Your Questions. Now, this is where we take questions off of the email, letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com and or the listener line, 866-966-4599. Welcome back, Jacob. What do we have, young man? A uh, couple questions here. First one is from Fred in Scottsdale, Arizona. Does preseason football present any value in from a sports betting perspective? A lot of people won't even tune in and watch football until the regular season kicks off in September. I am not one of those guys. I really feel strongly that preseason football presents tremendous value because let, let's think about this. There has to be a reason why the sports books limit how much you can bet on a preseason football game. That's because first teamers oftentimes are playing third teamers. If you have a team like the Indianapolis Colts, which in the past they're, they're notorious for being a very bad preseason football team, you'll see Peyton Manning play one, maybe two series, very conservative, just handing the ball off. They don't want to risk an injury to the franchise quarterback. On the other side of the coin, keep in mind the Colts have been sold out for years. Other, game, other teams with maybe a, a new head coach coming in, trying to sell tickets, trying to make his way, prove his way. And if you have a quarterback controversy, if you have two quarterbacks vying for that top position, then of course that lends itself to taking a look at a, an ugly team, if you will, but they'll be a very good preseason team because they try and win their games. Now in the past, I can tell you the Jacksonville Jaguars have always been a very good preseason football team. I can remember back in the day, Don Beebe, who's a, the only player in all of football, he's a friend of mine, the only player in the history of football who has played in six Super Bowls. When he used to play for the Buffalo Bills in the early 90s, Marv Levy, the coach, they would not even pretend to be interested in a preseason game. And 
presented tremendous value. I can remember, it's amazing. Five and 19 ATS against the number in preseason football. We're talking about a team, the Bills, that went to the Super Bowl every year. Yes, they lost every year. Some people, uneducated people, thought, well, the Bills will come back, they were embarrassed, and they'll try to win preseason games. No, no, it all has to do with what the, the mindset of the head coach and or wily veterans that are making big, big money. They're not getting paid big money to win preseason football games. So please keep that in mind. I bet preseason, I love. If we could have 12 months of preseason football, I'd be all over it. Jacob, anything else? Yep, next question right here from Will in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, with the late free agency effect, uh, how does people shuffling teams so close to the season uh, affect the sports books since they've already posted lines? Interesting question, and I have to say, in analyzing what has taken place so far, we haven't seen all the free agents, like you said, a lot of free agents after the strike has been settled. First things first, let's settle the strike, now let's get movement with the players. And we do have some marquee players with uh, Kolb from Philadelphia and, of course, uh, Donovan McNabb and, and some other players as well. But the thing you want to look at, the sports books, when posting the, the win totals, they have a pretty good inkling. So there might be a little bit of value, not a whole lot, because the information, I respect the question, but obviously the sports books have that same information. So they may shade it one way or the other based on perception or based on, hey, this guy is going to go here and this guy is not going to be resigned type of mentality. So again, and, and a lot of times on those, in those situations when there's a rumor of a player going somewhere, they will limit how much you can bet on total wins for a specific team that might involve one of those uh, free agent players. Jacob? Uh, Follow-up question just for me. Won't there then be a second period of free agency because teams will have uh, an additional roster and then they're going to cut some players back? So won't there be kind of like a second round of free agency? Will that happen before or once the season starts? Again, that's why we play preseason football games so the players have, they have to cut down to like 40-some players by the time opening kickoff takes place in early September. Now, we do have a game, uh, a Thursday night game, which featuring the Green Bay Packers, a team that won the Super Bowl last year against the previous Super Bowl winner, the New Orleans Saints. That takes place on Thursday, the first Thursday in September. Regular season kicks off on Sunday, September 11th. We have a big game on Sunday night. Uh, September 11th featuring the New York Giants. So again, it's football season. It's go time. A lot of people excited about this, namely me. Do we have any other questions? Jim? Last question here from the live chat. Bill wants to know who will be the moneymaker in the NFC South? NFC South. Very interesting. I mean, don't hesitate to ask. You want me to just tell you who's going to win every game? I mean... <laughs> That's a good one. I'll ask Bill in the chat room. I got the computer right here. I'll just fire that up to him. As far as the NFC, I want to actually talk about a couple of divisions in the NFC. If you're looking at the NFC South, the NFC East, the NFC West, for instance, take a look at the Atlanta Falcons last year. Okay, this is a team, we mentioned that the Saints two years ago won the Super Bowl. They were projected to come storming back last year, but the Falcons won that division. Now, the New Orleans Saints actually lost in the first round of the playoffs. I believe it was to a very weak Seattle team, so it was obviously somewhat of a surprise. But this year, I really like the New Orleans Saints to bounce back because they didn't do as well as a lot of us thought that they would a year ago. I do respect the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not sold on their defense. I like the Saints to win that division. And I think as far as the NFC Central with the Vikings, the Bears, the Packers, you have to lean on Green Bay. And as far as the uh, NFC West, boy, it's a weak division once again with Seattle and uh, San Francisco. I think Seattle's going to be down. I think the 49ers, I'm just now getting into the football handicapping seriously because again, 
when the players were on strike, I basically went on strike, but as soon as they start posting numbers on games and they start talking about, hey, we're going to have football, I get real excited real fast. But to address the question, I really feel the uh, Saints will win that division. Hey, do you think the new coach for the uh, 49ers is going to help them? I think what would help the 49ers would be talent more than anything else. You know, I think I really believe in pro football that the coaches get too much respect when they win and conversely they get too much of the blame when they don't. And I, I'm guilty. I mean, I already called out Norv Turner of the San Diego Chargers. But any change of venue, I think the, I think the 49ers will actually do better than they did uh, a year ago. I mean, uh, Mike Singletary certainly had some problems with the 49ers in terms of uh, perhaps losing the team. But, Time will tell. That's why we play the games. That's going to wrap up this edition of Let's Bet. I'm Scott Pritchard, alongside executive producer Scott Whitney, my co-host Jacob Cannon. You can catch us live every Friday morning, 11 o'clock. Keep in mind, Jacob, do you have any final comments? I just hope the executive producer doesn't fire me from this set. I'm just trying to, just trying to do my part around here. I'm just hoping the executive producer, Mr. Whitney, has a sense of humor. Hey, happy Friday. To reach out to us. <laughs> I'm very happy to see that. To reach out to us, email us at letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. Listener line 866-966-4599. Keep those questions coming. 866-966-4599. My website is pritchardspicks.com. That's pritchardspicks.com. Also, KSHP Radio. Every Friday night, all the shows from the Vegas Video Network. Simulcast on AM 1400 right here in Las Vegas from 6 to 10. Check it out. For Scott Whitney, Jacob Cannon, I'm Scott Pritchard. I will leave you with the words my first wife left me with back many years ago as she drop kicked me to the curb for some clown with a real job. Good luck and goodbye.